Welcome to It's a Good Day Podcast. We are sisters who love to chat and believe that through Jesus, even the tough seasons are good. We want to share the stories of ordinary people and have some laughs along the way. I'm Delight. I'm the older one. I'm August, and I'm the younger one. You never know what will happen on our show, but we hope you will join us as we find the good in every day. And they didn't open. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, delight. But it is weird. Okay. Isn't it kind of weird how when you redo something, it's almost like you forget immediately what it looked like before. Mm -hmm. I feel like that about my bathroom being Mm -hmm. mid whatever. Yeah. You forget what it was. Yeah. I I believe that. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Anyway. That's amazing because I've been noticing the window. They've been like Mm -hmm. over and over looking out the window and stuff. And 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 now you say it, I can completely, I can picture the other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I just so. I just didn't realize how tall they were. Yeah, and but they were that like tall. But they shorter. had the cro- they. Oh, that's they just were old, like wooden. Yeah, they had the yeah. things in them. They were. It wasn't just a big open um, piece of glass. Was I know. It? I think they were open like that. You mean like the look how dirty no, that window not is? Like that. Oh, I pictured the like one like across. I can't. Thing. Maybe you're right. I don't even know. <laughs> I might. I, I can't might even be wrong, picture. I don't know that it was <clears> like I just noticed how. It's definitely very clean feeling, you know, and so they haven't been really been able to be clean. Anyway, enough about my windows. Yes. Welcome to It's a Good Day podcast, everyone. This is Delight. August is hanging out here with me today. Hello. (laughs) And we have Cherie Seekers with us, which is pretty exciting. Thank Mm -hmm. you for being here, Cherie. You're welcome. Yeah, Cherie (laughs) was on episode 65 when we talked about lots of fun things <laughs> it was it was it's called, called no, no short. shortcuts <laughs> yeah but yeah that's had quite a lot of listens that yeah, episode i do true. like it it's it was very fun, fun. With lots of people that was cute girls we had <laughs> at like the same time five of us right yeah five yeah. people which made recording. for the sound being a little iffy but yeah we're not exactly professionals yes but it was wonderful Shree is a wonderful woman and we're so happy to have her here she's a we Very do spend time describing her on the end of that. Oh, yeah. Remember? That's we all true. said something about Cherie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah, she's been in our lives for a very long time. Yes, she has. <laughs> That's hilarious. So yeah, Cherie, thanks for coming and tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Um, my name is Cherie Segrist. Cherie Renee, just to get that little touch yes, in there. Yes, of course. Um, I'm married to Brian Segrist, and actually, in not so many days, we'll be married 40 years. <gasps> wow. Which is, yes. yeah, that so- doesn't that sound impressive, it sort does. of? I mean, sort of. I mean, like, even 38 feels like a lot. It sounds like a lot. But, like, 40 is like, whew. I know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. In a good way, right? So totally. you're both still alive you both still love each other yeah yeah that's yeah. pretty good yeah that is great we have four children um as zach natasha and zeke and they are all married and they have children so it makes 16 grandchildren wow yeah yeah i i have a dog oh yeah that's an important thing right of course what's She's her name a, what's her name her name is honeybee <laughs> B-E-A, just so people know. 
<laughs> and the, the reason we'd want to laugh about that is my husband is a beekeeper. So that was my way of joining him because I don't really want to handle the bees that much, although I do help him once in a while. But if I get stung, I hold him personally responsible. And he knows that. We have <laughs> an understanding. Knows. I love it. So I do stuff, but he's careful. And he gave, he gave me my own bee suit, and it says Queen Bee Cherie on it. Perfect. Yeah. So, I love And I it. don't want any of the grandchildren to use it. Or I'm, it's just very important to me that the mesh part doesn't get any holes in it. Yeah. Because I don't want to be stung. Yeah. So that's Are important. you, have you been stung before? I have been stung. Since these bees or just in your life? In my life. Yeah. But I got stung one time. A bee attacked me. Mm-hmm. I was, I did not have a bee suit out. I was out talking to Brian. I took my painting out and painted while he was working. Uh, and um, a bee attacked me. Yeah. We had to talk about that, too. <laughs> you and the bee? But the good, no, my <laughs> husband and I, I hold him personally responsible, like I said. <laughs> They're his bees. <laughs> so anyways, that all started from the dog who is yes. honeybee, B-E-A, and she's a golden retriever. And yeah, we have golden dual pups. That's fun. So yeah, I've been enjoying them a lot, like enjoying the dog, too. That's, That's awesome. Unbelievable. Now my floors, which I've considered clean enough that if the, the grandchildren were at my house and they dropped food on my floor, I told them if they picked it up, there was a five-second rule, but they could pick it up and eat it off my floor because yes. I kept my floors clean. Mm-hmm. Right. This is no longer the case. <laughs> we have a dog. With a dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do not eat anything that drops on my floor, although I try to mop and clean. Yeah. There's but. a dog that lives here. Yep. And she's a dog. Yep. <laughs> no, so you get my picture. It's true. There. It's true. Yes. Yeah. So Atlas's little legs after after being there the other night were definitely um a little bit dirty. But they are oh, anywhere we go because he's just like all over the floor. But it's yeah. so cute. His little feet get all dirty and I just think yeah. it's adorable. <laughs> well, it used to be that honest, the babies yeah. could crawl on my floor and well, you ask my daughters, you ask them. Yeah, <laughs> what they yep. think. Yep. And now it's just not. Yeah, well, yeah, it's hard to keep up with a dog. But I think no. I think it's probably cleaner than most people's floors still that have a dog. You know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just been rough. <laughs> yeah. So, and I guess another thing I'd want you to know about me, I, I've been uh, really the main thing I've done my in my life has been a mother and a mom and a, even more, I guess, important than that is a follower of Jesus that I, I love Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think it'll make me cry. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not a bad thing. So when when did that start for you? You know, when would you say your relationship in the Lord with the Lord became a real thing? You know, actually very young. I think that I just was aware of a need of a savior. Mm. I I think that's really what it came down to when I was about eight. Mm-hmm. And I um, remember the group, the envoys who came to New Bremen Mennonite Church. That's where I attended for all my growing up years. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were singing, The King is Coming. They ha- Actually, they sang, a, their, their whole message was a gospel message, really. It was pointing to um, inviting people to come to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I read when they sang the King is coming, my heart just knew that I needed to be right with God. And when they, they sang just as I am, which was the song mm-hmm. right 
at that time mm-hmm. that uh, asking people to respond to the call of um, the Holy Spirit touching our hearts and calling us to Jesus. And I went up front and received him. Of course, it's been a journey since then. And I have gone my own way many times, you know, mm. uh, and that challenge to really be a fully devoted follower of Jesus to, and that, um, that uh, to allow him to be Lord of your life, yeah. which mm-hmm. is a whole different thing. I mean, maybe it should be all the same, but I feel as you grow, you have to constantly make that choice. Yes. Do I trust God? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, am I going to allow the Holy Spirit to work in me yeah. and listen to his voice and obey? Right. So it's like trust and obey. That's kind of the words lately. Trust and obey. Mm-hmm. Boom. Do it. Yeah. Stop messing around. Right. Tell us about other times in your life, you know, like, or as the, as the journey has continued or as you've grown, you know, what, what are some of the other, you know, maybe I like th- pivotal moments, you know, or I think with most people and I may be wrong, you test it in your own life. Um, like, especially when you've grown up in the church. You've grown up hearing the good news. Right. And so you kind of know and you want, and as a little child, you know, you kind of want, I want to do the right thing, Mm -hmm. sort of. At other times, you know, I don't know if you guys, but I remember just that feeling sometimes, well, I kind of want to do what I want to do. Yeah. (laughs) And you, you, I remember that battle. The wrestling, yeah. The wrestling of it, yeah. So I'm thinking, I became a Christian at eight, but then um, probably... Every year after that, <laughs> you decide to follow him. <laughs> but pivotal yes. points, I guess, would be like teenager years. I mean, I went mm-hmm. back and forth. I remember one year just trying out what it'd be like to just be on the rough side a little bit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, push away and try a little bad language, a little on the edge, you know. Yeah. And, um, but then... That didn't, it's just really not satisfying. It's satisfying either, yeah. No, and so, and then in the 70s, the mid-70s, there was a whole move of the Holy Spirit. Uh, what they, a renewal, I can't remember what people really call it. You know, mm-hmm. there's different times that the Lord has, um, there was like the baptism of the Holy Spirit and all that mm-hmm. that swept across this area anyways, I mm-hmm. believe. And it um, really changed my parents' lives. I believe that they became more, even though they had always, we'd gone to church and stuff, it became more real to be in the word. Yeah. You know, my dad, who I hadn't seen cry really, was really soft towards the Lord. And he was in the word and joining with other believers. We had Monday night prayer and praise meetings at Mel and Norma's and um, lots of different people coming to that. And, oh, just... um, seeking the Lord and praying and um, letting him work in our lives, that type of thing. It was just very alive. Mm-hmm. It was like you knew the spirit was moving. It's exciting times. Mm-hmm. And of course, those times I remember like just, I think it was at a conference thing. I probably went to with your mom's family. Mm-hmm. And we, I think we went in the girl's bathroom to ask the Holy Spirit to just 
be, you know, like just that little privacy sort of. <laughs> if uh-huh. I remember, you know, yeah. it's a long time ago, but I kind of remember saying, I want the Holy Spirit. I want all. And, and, and it really, I, I know at times at school, I would, for some years, I carried my Bible with me. And mm-hmm. then other times there still was like to be a hundred fully devoted to him, a hundred percent, you know, and Satan knows your weaknesses. He knows your areas that might be more of a temptation. There's some things that were not as much like for me, for me, like drugs or stuff like that was not really a temptation. Right. Right. That that's just for me. But there were other areas that were. Mm hmm. And Satan knew that and tried to set um, pits that I would fall into, which sure. I did somewhat. Mm-hmm. And anyways, I think that around like 18, I was struggling with uh, in areas of my life that were hidden. And a hidden sin, mm-hmm. hidden sin will eat you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It'll eat you up because totally. nobody can see it. You can look at an outward part of a person and you don't know the struggles are where right. they're hurting, right. you know, because it's hidden. Yeah. And it's right. really important that that you don't let those hidden areas be because they are there to devour you and to cut you down. But um, so I was struggling. I met my husband-to-be when I was 18 at Beaver Camp. You all know, you know on the volleyball court, we talked about that probably in one of I think it might come up in the other uh-huh. time we. I don't remember I for sure, but either way, yeah. So, anyways, I met him and we wrote for a year and stuff, and he, um, we ended up getting married, nineteen eighty, at Beaver Camp where we met and stuff, and it was at that time that um, some of that stuff that was in darkness came to the light because it was with relationships okay. and unhealthy relationships, so. Um, and really part of me didn't want, like, I think you can be so caught in a sin that you, you are not honest about it right in your mind. You, it's just, it's in a different category and you leave it back behind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but it couldn't be when I was getting married because it was unhealthy relationships. It, came it to couldn't, the surface, it came to the surface. It couldn't be left. So, yeah, um, that's amazing. Yeah. It's the faithfulness of God because grace like, of God. Yeah, you could have, you could have left it, and it would have continued to devour you for and made your marriage really awful. Like oh, yeah. you could have, but it it would have been awful. <laughs> right, right. You can't. And basic. Well, but Brian and I together, also. I mean, think one thing that really attracted me is that he loved Jesus, and. There were many, many things, but that he was a believer. And we kind of decided together, like, Lord, we'll go anywhere you, you ask us to go. Yeah. Anywhere. So, um, but for the first nine years of our marriage, we raised children. I mean, had children, you know, started our family and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the Lord, I guess I'm leading up to, we ended up going to Bible school. And it was through... Um, Three times we had to have that brought to us, and all of a sudden we both knew. The third time somebody asked, had you been to Bible school? And we were like, duh, we're supposed to go to Bible mm-hmm. school. It was so obvious. Mm-hmm. But, but what you can't see, you can't see. And until right. you see it, 
So anyways, we end up going to Bible school. And I guess the big thing with that is just covering the word from the beginning to the end and seeing God's plan. Um, so th- that was a big point. Like, yeah. it's like what that step of just saying there's no turning back. And I, yeah, my, my brother passing away, my brother Ezra, who, um, he committed suicide and that's a whole nother story, but that was kind of like, do I trust God or not? Yeah. Yeah. And that's major to come to the place in your life where you say, I am trusting you. Mm -hmm. I'm following you, God, no matter what. Yeah. Either it's all or nothing. What point was that? 19. Let me think. Was it in within those first years of 1984? Okay. Yeah. So before you went to Bible school. Before we went to Bible school, yep. It's yep. at that point. It's like, well, there's always been this. I, I, we talked. One of the questions you had sent me was asked about what are you passionate about, mm-hmm. and I think I'm passionate. I know as believers, we're always supposed to be passionate to share with others, um, to snatch them from the fire, right? Mm-hmm. To share with others about Jesus that mm-hmm. they would become like evangelistic. Yeah. But I think another big passion I have is just the body of Christ, the people who are believers, how much I know how you can kind of believe but not walk in truth. Right. Totally. And that needs to change. Like right. this is the hour. Yeah. That the people that you are either a hundred percent it was um in the time of Jesus when the church began. Yeah. Right. The Holy Spirit fell and people that and they were added to their numbers daily and they grew and grew. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there was persecution. And what it what persecution meant was that if you choose to follow Jesus, it could mean your life. Right. That has not been the case for us. We've been cushy. We've had it nice. Yes. Right? Here in the United States. Right. Through the years and years 40s 50s 60s 70s I some of you might not remember those 1970s (laughs) you know yes but into the 2000s we've had so much and it isn't life or death right right so you can follow Jesus on one hand but you can kind of blend with the world totally yeah and that's a problem right but yeah back in those days it was kind of like separating the the wheat from the chaff, right? Is that what they say? Like, almost like, are you actually a believer or are you just gonna say, okay, never mind, I don't believe? You know, right. like, because they wouldn't it's too even hard. bother to do it because right. it would be too hard, right? Because it, it could, it would could be putting your fam your your life in danger, your family's, right? You know, totally. Um, your well being in all the physical ways, yeah. But they had great spiritual strength. This, I don't know if we understand because it's not until you're under fire or under pressure. Just like it makes me think of um, gold, yeah, and Mm -hmm. when it's it's heated right and dross goes to the top, the bad part goes to the top. Mm -hmm. It separates. Yeah, Um, it takes the fire, and we haven't had much fire. I mean, we have a lot of problems. (laughs) Right, right. Don't get me wrong. Totally. A lot of stresses. We live in a very (laughs) stressful world, especially at this time. It's stressful. But I don't think we understand what it is to be totally sold out. No, 
I maybe I should speak, speak for myself. I don't mean to put that on anybody else mm-hmm. because it's just me, me. Mm-hmm. and to decide, say, I'm following him. Yeah. Right. And you can't really know, like, I can't create um, trouble in my life, like persecution. Right. I can't create that. Right. True pre- persecution. Right. But um, to this point, I can just make a determination. I'm following you no matter what. I will trust that you will show me a way through any trial right. or anything yeah. that you send my way. Right. So, okay, Bible school was a big thing. And then since then, there has been many times then, you know, hardships or whatever that you just, you say again, I want to, I will follow you. I will be in your word. I will keep, I'm going to keep growing. You can never, as a believer, stay, just kind of stay What's the word? Oh, no, I can't think be of it. Ju- down the middle of the line. Like, either you're passionate for him or you're walking away from him. Yep. Right. That's the truth. But that's not, I think, how we have experienced walking with him. We've experienced, you know, I'll, I'll go to church. I want to do the right things. I, um, and it's not about, rules and laws of right and wrong. Right. Following Jesus is a much deeper. It's a heart issue of being in love with him. Mm-hmm. Having a relationship. Yeah. And dying to yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, over the years, I found that I, I just find that we live in fear as believers. We live overcome uh, feeling and and the what's the word? He promises us peace. Yeah. He promises yeah. us uh uh that he is always faithful. He's mm-hmm. always with us. Yeah. And we let the hardships we start wondering where's God. Right. And <laughs> when he when he warns us or promises that he, that there will be hard things, but says that he has overcome. And I think that that's what we can always fall back on. And I think especially in the things that are very hard to understand, like your brother taking his own life, like that's hard to understand. I can't personally speak to that, but I can imagine that you have some questions for God and, Mm. and feeling like, okay, well, where are you? You know, and what they're, it can't be any good. <laughs> what can be good out of this? Yeah, what that can that's... be good out of that? Instead of trusting that God promises that He will work for good those things, and trusting that I don't, I am not God. Right. It's what it ends up being. Yeah. I am not God. I don't see the whole picture. Right. right. I and I do. I trust Him that He is wants good and not evil for us. And I don't, but I know this thing, we we have to face this part about God, that God is loving. But loving includes that he is, he is also just. He has to deal with sin. He, it's all part of his nature to be both things. And we don't, I do think it's very important. I know people need to know they are loved. I need to know I'm loved. It makes a big difference how I respond to stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and that God, he loves you. He's drawing you. But we also have a very, like, 
to learn how to walk in humility is not in our sinful nature. Mm-hmm. That's just, it's, it's right. something we get from drawing near to God. Yep. Yeah. And it's essential to walk as Jesus walked. Because he always, his will was the will of the Father. Yeah. And then we're told to be like him, so our will is to be the will of the Father. And that's really hard to separate sometimes because my will is very strong. Mm-hmm. My control issues are very strong. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? My what's fun, how I see it. Yeah. And it's very hard to go against my emotions. Oh, yeah. You know? Totally. Very hard. Like when those emotions are high, ah, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't a lot of times, but I think that that's, we're called to that our emotions are the what, what um, controls us. And I just see, I see as believers, oh, another big thing, uh, how much do you truly hunger for the word of God? Mm-hmm. Like really hunger for it. Like realize this is, this is life. Yeah. It, it's there. It's God's love letter to us. And I, I hear believers struggling with the word of God. Mm-hmm struggling with Old Testament in particular. And I, and I think it's a lack of understanding. Yeah. And I'm not, it, it's okay to be real that you struggle with something, but don't ignore it. Dive into it and say, Lord, teach me. Yeah. Because there, there is actually, when you look at it close, that's what I found. That's what I got from studying the word closely and continue to get is that if there's something there and I don't understand every jot and tittle, everything Mm -hmm. that's written down, you know, I don't always. Um, but there's a lot of times when you, when you study and you see what's this mean and you compare it with the new Testament and stuff, there are, there are, um, reasons for things. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I guess it does come back, though, to trusting God, too, because his ways are higher than ours, right? Right. That we don't, we aren't God. Yeah. Yeah. I love the verse, like, that says that his word won't return void. And I think that, you know, I hang on to that sometimes because I, I do feel like that. I don't always feel like I have that, like, desire or like love for the scriptures like I wish that I did like and so I was that's what you sort of answered it but I was gonna say like okay how though like what about when you're in that place where you're like I know what's good and right but I don't really know how to get there which you said just dive in just do it you know but I think that (laughs) right um yeah like I look at myself and I'm blessed to you know, have grown up in a family where we did talk about the Bible a lot and I did have things that were taught me. So I feel like I have a good foundation in the Bible. But at the same time, like, like when you're thinking about, I often kind of compare like our lives to like a house because I think like a foundation is important and all of that. And I have that. But sometimes I feel like, 
I feel like what sometimes I'm over here saying, but look, my foundation is good, but yet everyone else like in my, in my comparison, it's like you're looking, but the only thing there is a foundation. Well, the house like isn't, it's not really complete if only the foundation is there. And right. that's a little how I feel sometimes. And like, hmm. it's interesting. I've never quite put this analogy. It's how I feel, but I've never been able to voice it exactly. And right. so I think that I realized like, okay, you need more than just the foundation, but yet somehow building the walls and putting the roof on like if I don't have that love for it or that desire to have it I'm just always like well at least I got a good foundation well (laughs) you know and so even for myself like I think I do just kind of keep going for it but I'm like I've been a believer for 25 years you know which I think some of it like my adulthood it's different when you yes. are, as yes. you mature and your brain, I think it makes a difference. So saying 25 years, it's not like I've been an adult for 25 years of that. Right. But mm-hmm. but still, I have walked with Jesus, you know? And so even in my own life, I'm kind of like, okay, but I still don't know quite how to get there of that. I think I wish for that desire, but I don't know how to get it. Well, I know this. It just... In Jeremiah, it says, if you seek me, you will find me. If you Mm. seek me with all your heart, you know that verse anyways. But it's just something that you begin. And I know it's more, I just know that the word has been many times the Lord has brought verses to my mind to encourage or help me in times of trouble. And that... Um. It's not something you can really conjure up those feelings of knowing God is near, mm-hmm. like yeah. that part. But you, you just determine, Lord, whether I feel or not, I will stand on what I know is true. Right. What in your word is truth, not what the world says around me and what is really prospering. We have been used to prosperity being things that we can see, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and it's wonderful. It's a blessing I'm thankful for, and we have a lot, Mm -hmm. but that peace that passes all understanding is, is something the Holy Spirit gives, I believe, that, and that loving him It's just that constant choice. And it's hard if you've had, because we do have real, you know, hard things. Mm -hmm. Health things are a really hard thing. Um, And financially, you know, you need money and stuff to function in this world. So having a roof over your head and food and clothing and all that stuff, I mean, you you do need those things. (laughs) Somebody does it once a podcast. (laughs) That was exciting. (laughs) The fan did something weird. (laughs) Yeah. So we need those different things, but there it's, it's an in, it's more a peace of mind. It's more this peace in your soul. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Sort of. And I think it's just determining, like I get up in the morning and 
you say, Jesus, Holy Spirit, speak to me today. Help mm-hmm. me to see you. I've been realizing mm-hmm. uh, the last, I mean, you know this, but I've been realizing it more and more lately that I think that the Holy Spirit is, if he's, if you've welcomed him yep. to be in control of your life, he is speaking to us, but we are so busy. Oh, yeah busy busy with everything out here that we don't hear it sometimes right. we don't hear his voice because he is he is a gentleman he doesn't force us it's about us choosing him so right. i think you just keep choosing that you just don't grow weary and well-doing yeah for you'll reap a harvest and in your life in and i think maybe comparing i think another thing with comparing to others is if, remember you're only seeing the outside we don't see as God sees and heart things. And sometimes right. you can think somebody else has their stuff all together. So as I follow Jesus, for instance, do I have some things that really ruffle my feathers and I get very emotional about or are a struggle t- to feel like I trust God? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel like it's very, I, I want to be real about those things. Yeah. And I, I very much, but it's different to be overcome and swamped by them so that I cannot walk a victorious right. life. Right. Doesn't With mean joy. they don't affect us, but it's, but you we still, choose whether we walk forward. And you know what came to me in some of those struggles that I've had that are very real and painful for me Yeah, is that what the Lord spoke to me lately was the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yeah. And I think if I focus on who he is and all he's done that joy it isn't like you always have to be bubbly right but there can be this joy that just is there that yeah lord i don't forget your faithfulness yeah i have this struggle these hardships why has this come my way but i still have this overwhelming that god is good all the time that he cares he cares for you. He loves you. And this, you know, another thing I think is a big thing for me. Maybe this is crazy, but we only know time. Mm-hmm. Right. That yeah. we are human and we know what we can see, hear, taste, touch, and feel. That's how we experience this world. Yeah. Right. So that we're very limited. So. What God says about himself is he is not, he sees the beginning and the end. Like he's timeless. Right. Eternity. Right. We don't really have a concept of eternity. So I don't know. He gave us life though, and we enjoy it. We have relationship. And all of this is a picture, like we're made in his image. So relationship is a very important thing. You think about it with COVID and this not being too close to people and stuff. And even if you're an introvert, um, it really stinks because yeah. that is just not normal for humans. We're made for. We're, we're made for relationship. Yeah. We, we are made for relationship. And there's yeah. this. Anyway, so the whole thing with time is I think we get so caught up that this life is um, what we experience and know that we don't have eternal eyes. Yeah. If there's really eternity where we'll be in the presence of God. Mm. Um, as those that are his, his chosen, mm-hmm. we are his people of God called mm-hmm. by his name. Um, we have eternity. 
it's like what we do here. I mean, think about some people's lives. Um, those that are born in India and the lowest caste and cast out in the streets, barely having enough. And yet I remember a testimony of a young lady. I think it was on Focus on the Family years ago. And she was taken off the streets and she became a believer. Mm. And she could have been mad at God all her life. She was given a raw deal, although then, you know, God pulled her out of that. But still, or somebody who has an accident and becomes paralyzed, and they could feel like, well, their whole life's washed up, which is not true right. at all. Right. But I'm saying they've lost a lot. There's great loss, huge loss in their life. Right. Well, if this is the only life, then you've really lost a lot. But if there's eternity, right. then this is, just a, this is just this time. It's like a twinkling of an eye, yep. I think. Yeah. In a moment, we'll all be changed. So whatever raw deal you've been given here, it, it isn't about that. It's just living what God, whatever you have, live it to the most that you can here. But as a believer, there's so much more. We have no idea. No eye has seen, no ear has heard what the Lord has prepared for those who believe in right. him. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I, that's not exactly maybe the verse, but it's pretty, yeah. pretty pretty stinking close. <laughs> and I I just think if we had any idea what it really is to be in the presence of Jesus, right, right. To be his things bride, things matter a whole lot less. Oh my goodness, these things are this is just a time this is a training ground. I keep I thought of that a lot of times. It's just just a training ground. And but this is all we know. Right. Right. And so, but how do I get a glimpse of eternity? A glimpse um those five missionaries that went to the Aka is it Aka, whatever they mm. call them? Well, Downey or whatever yeah, they say. Yeah, down in uh, Ecuador. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You listen to the story, and in one way you think, that I'm always torn. I'm torn between, they went, they gave all, and then they really gave all. I mean, they didn't know, they were just, it was in their hearts to share Jesus, and they died. Yeah. They were killed. And yet we know the story goes on, and this uh Anybody that needed to hear the word of God in that tribe has heard, and there are many that came, and it changed their lives, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been um, evangelized. They know about Jesus now. and But from our, it's like, God, I have thought, was that completely necessary? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Why did they die? But other people have this victorious victories. Why are some healed and some not? And... I just say, we just trust God. Yeah, He tells us to pray for healing, but when when something's t- taken away, you say, "Blessed be the name of the Lord." Yes, you know whether He gives yeah. or takes away, yep. I trust Him. It's mm-hmm. a, again trusting Him, and we just offer up a sacrifice of praise. Yep. Yeah. It's it's training ground, and it's huge. And I feel like. If people live for here, this is all they have, then right. they've got a lot to mourn. Yeah. Because this world ends up with loss because it's appointed to man once to die unless right. you go in the rapture right. pretty much. And so death is always, that's that's a pretty, that's right. the hard, right? I mean, that's the final. Right. It feels pretty final thing. unless we know that there's a bigger, there's more. bigger picture. Yeah. Can we go back a little bit for a minute? When you were talking about like, you know, desiring a love for the scriptures and listening to the Holy Spirit to 
of how to get there. Will you speak a little bit to like our culture and how much like entertainment is like, I think that like, how do you feel like that plays into a distraction like social media and TV and all those things as far as like not even leaving room for the Holy spirit to speak to us kind of. Oh, Oh, now you're going to get me going. <laughs> uh Oh, <laughs> now you're going to get me going. Oh, good. I, okay. I myself, like I, yeah, you, I want to play a game. Let me check this phone out. I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> I want to play a game or, um, and it's so fun to sit down. Like I, I enjoy sitting down to a movie and just, it's so relaxing. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to hold a book up. I mean, holding a book up, you know, you realize it's a little more work <laughs> right. and having to read. <laughs> oh yeah. And then if I can just lay on a couch and watch and be entertained with popcorn you know yeah and I think that we that you know what the word is it's a fruit of the spirit that I'm lacking or need to keep growing in it's a fruit of the spirit it's called what self-control mm-hmm. self-control mm-hmm. self-control it's where you um where and and I've heard that before where you spend your time uh well they've said before like we want to see what's important to you open your checkbook and see where you're spending your money Mm -hmm. do that so sit down and see where you're spending your money and then time see where you're spending your time yeah and really start logging it like log it and you guys I will tell you it's amazing. Your generation in particular, I mean, mine also because we've had phones, but we didn't grow up with them. Right. Phones are a problem <laughs> yeah. as far as self-control. It's they right are. at my fingertips. I sit in the car and my husband gets mad at me because I'm checking Facebook or like some, there's this wonderful part of communication on one hand, yes. you can text people. You can, I, I'm thinking what we used to do. Um, if I was like, <laughs> we make plans by the minute, you right. know, you were texting stuff. It used to be like, how did we do it? Like we only had phones and how did you know where to meet people and when, what was going on? Right. You had to plan all that ahead. I mean, I even know people had to that use our pra- brains. Yeah. We had to use <laughs> our brains. I even know people that like practically dated texting. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm goofing. Love it. Yeah. Which can be wonderful things about texting and getting messages across. But yeah, look at your time. Do you have any idea? And do you have the self-control to walk away from TV, to walk away from, and what kind of, I want to use a harsher word, but what kind of, what? (laughs) What kind of um, quality of shows are you watching right. when you watch a movie or TV? Right. I hear Christians saying, I mean, and myself included, I'm really careful even to to recommend a movie because so many has have stuff that we kind of overlook because it was such a good story. It was so fun or it was so romantic, but they they did have this scene and that scene and well, they had a few words and and. I know as adults, you know, you can kind of overlook them and you know they're wrong, but how much are you feeding that into your mind? 
Right. And that's what, where we become complacent, like things become normal. You can find most of that in the Bible if you just want to read well, in there instead. Okay. Then, you know, you're yes. getting yeah. both. You're, yes, <laughs> because there's purpose in this stuff. Exactly. Yeah, you can find those yeah. stories. Right, that's what I'm Bible. saying. Like, because people are people and God's showing us real people. But you yeah. have to understand it, like having it, praying for understanding that it comes alive and like cross-referencing what's going yeah. on. But yeah. with with um media and... uh the things that we allow it's crazy yeah i was listening yesterday to a podcast and they were talking about like people saying oh things are getting so bad in the world you know and they were kind of saying like are they getting so bad or do we just now know about something that happened in nebraska because we have so news 24 7 and, and they weren't downplaying the bad things that happen in the world. And I'm not either, but do what profit I feel like is there for me to know all of that you when know? I can't, it's, it's overwhelming. I think it leads to depression for yeah. some people. Yeah, totally. it, is, it is a lot. And I've been kind of working on that. I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago, just that we like, I felt like we in my home were were that we were kind of overdoing it on the news. like TV, especially mm-hmm. not, not even the news, but just like entertainment, especially during Jordan's surgery and the stay home orders. Yes. Like there was a lot mm-hmm. of all of that, you know, and, and we, whatever, I don't need to repeat it, but either way, we're just, we haven't really, we haven't watched a show or a movie in several weeks right now probably and you find and it feels so it feel- much yeah. better you know and even last week I um my as far as my phone like texting and those sort of things don't bother me too much because it is usually pretty good communication it's not just fun you know right but for me Facebook and Instagram are the two things that are could be time consuming mm-hmm. right. just you know scrolling especially Instagram is more like fun and whatever. It's just entertaining. But before you know it, an hour can go by. And did it matter that I knew that that author that I appreciate following for one reason or another, but did it matter that I knew what she had for lunch? It's fine. It's just frivolous. It's not like, it's not bad, but it's just like, I maybe there's points right now in my life where I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm evaluating Like, how do I do less? I'm just realizing how much it's just too much. It's not even that it's bad, but Mm -hmm. there's no reason to spend a portion of my day with that. Anyway, so last week I just really limited those two things, Instagram and Facebook. And I kind of, I set my phone so that I could have an hour, like when Harrison goes to bed, that it would only turn on during that time. So you had but, some time that you could do it. Right. Because like, there are home. things like mm-hmm. different, our family groups or different things. I do appreciate checking on right. them. But it really meant that there wasn't time for Instagram stories. I don't know if you know what that is. But it's just like I've another, seen, it's I've a seen, part, right. Yeah. It's a part of it that like, it's fun. I It's an entertainment, but it's not, it's more like how August lives all the time. Like, oh, that looks fun, but. I don't have time for that. And somehow I'm always making time for that where I feel oh, like but I definitely ha- lately have been getting caught with being on Instagram more I'm, than I should. Whatever. I'm just yeah. saying like last week though, there just wasn't time for that. Yes. I checked, 
Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I checked those things, but more for like, did anybody talk to me that I need to connect with? Not right. just like, right. whatever. Anyway. Right. Um, There's a part of connection that some things are very nice. And I, I think when we talk about this stuff, I don't ever, it's not a thing about um, uh, condemning people. Right. Condemning what you're doing or laws and rules. It's not that. What I'm thinking is, okay, if Jesus was it's if it's number one our zeal we have a zeal for him that let the zeal of the lord consume me mm-hmm. right what's that look like right what's it look like the eyes of the lord roam to and throw throughout the earth looking for a heart man's i'm not sure the words it's in chronicles 16 9 maybe i'm not positive but the eyes of the lord roam to and throw throughout the earth seeking a man whose heart is fully devoted to the lord mm-hmm. And the world, what what would that do to the world if you and I were like fully devoted to the Lord? Right. That He, yes. No, no. I'm sorry. You're, you're when you're done, something. when you're done. Well, so so I'm just saying, um, and the time is coming. This is what we're praying. I'm praying for. I've been praying for revival. Mm-hmm. Revival means a re- like the return, repentance, renewal. Yeah. That the Holy Spirit could have His way in us as believers. Yeah. That the church would be the church, like rise up yes, and be the church. Amen. That's where I'm at. And so that you figure that out then. Are you seeking him? Are you ready to say, Lord, wipe out what is not of you? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and yet to have the fullness of him, which actually would be, an event, it's an adventure to follow Jesus. Yeah. It really is. And I believe the time's coming that we that we're going to see a move of God. Yeah. And are and to be to be on the wave of that, to be on the upper edge like like um surfing it. You ever see those big waves, you know, yes. the woo riding that to be on that, we have to be seeking him now. Right. I'm he's calling the church to repentance. Yeah. To not be lackadaisical, to not be um lukewarm. Right. Yes. That's what I was trying to say way back then. Yes, I almost all. Yeah, lukewarm. That it's that lukewarm. Yeah. He spits us out. Yeah. It's pretty harsh. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. That's harsh. But that's because that's it's not possible to do that. Like it's not right. Right. We you can't either, have you can't have one foot in this door and one foot in that door. You have to be but the church, all in. The church is. Right. Right now, you guys, we want the pleasures of the world. I love fun. You know me, right? Yeah. I want fun and I want to kind of do the fun stuff. And I like comfort. And especially as I get older, I mean, comfort, man. (laughs) Totally. I want comfort. Well, that's not the, I mean, I can tell the Lord that's a desire. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. But not demanding that. Like, yeah. When are we just whole, being entitled, being wholehearted for God. Yeah. Like wholehearted. What's that look like? Being willing to follow him, right? At all. At all costs. Yeah. What if, you know, what if there is suffering and hardship involved? Totally. That's actually, you read some, read it in Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Like uh, some of the stuff I never liked it. I like the the part about the power of the Holy Spirit. And then the (laughs) last part of the verse talks about suffering with him. And I'm like, oh, could we stop? (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, who wants to suffer? That's not what I would choose. But to love Jesus wholly, 
whatever it means. Yeah. You were going to ask. Yeah. I was just going to say, talking about just media and all of that kind of stuff. I feel like if we would just follow the conviction of the Holy Spirit in all of those things. Just react. Right. Do it. Like, I feel like there are times when, yeah, it's okay to just relax and enjoy something. But mm-hmm. we need to be in tune to what he is asking us. If he's asking us to put that down and not do that at this point or not watch this specific show because he knows how it can affect us. Or maybe it's going to affect our spouse differently than it's going to affect us yeah. spiritually or whatever. But yeah, just I think that following the conviction of the Holy Spirit and those yes. things is very important. So and the big we've okay. we've we have gotten lazy with that, I think, in myself, even just shutting it out and being like yeah yeah i can do whatever i want i'm strong enough spiritually to enjoy this little bit of crap in my life <laughs> this little, that's the word i was going to use <laughs> the oh, word. There you listen go. to but, that <laughs> i i think even like thinking about some of these things that i'm saying like i'm trying to be more aware and for me it's a lot about leaving room it's a lot about leaving some i always call it margin like leaving yes. some space yeah. even when I fill up every single minute of every single day with good things and entertainment and whatever, then there's no, there's no there's room no to be room. sensitive to the Holy spirit right. really. Cause I don't have time. I don't have time to fit in what maybe he's asking me. Yes. Well, so then I'm just not even listening, you know, right. but, but recently as like less TV and less social media and those things, like I don't miss it. You know, and I think that that's one of the mm-hmm. telling things like, was that necessary? Was that good? You know, because if I can cut it out and not even like, I will tell you, like, it's addictive. I'm addicted at times, totally. you know, like even, mm-hmm. um, Jordan and I watching like a show like with this winter and spring, we watched like. I don't know, five or six seasons of a show. Mm-hmm. Fun, entertaining. I don't have a, the show is fine to me. I don't feel like it was like, I didn't feel convicted that the show itself was bad, you right. know, but I feel like in it, it was like, almost like I couldn't stop. Like I just had to watch the next episode and the next episode right. to get to the, the next end. episode. But now that it's done and we haven't like started a new one, it right. feels so freeing. Like I'm not, I'm willing to, I'm just going to be totally like it's totally almost, honest here. It, I didn't want to wash my dishes cause I wanted to go in and watch something. And exactly. we're now like my house is cleaner. Cause you know what? I'm not focused on getting in in front of that TV. So nothing about the fact that I have a 18 month old that doesn't need to be in front of the TV for a couple hours every night, you know, yes. whatever, just saying mm-hmm. it's right. It's, it's a challenge. And mm-hmm. I think that in our world, it is so available that, it's just and something to be aware of for myself. Nice I'm talking to me, you know, <laughs> right. for entertainment. Yeah. Stuff. So there's two words that come up to me. One is um, addictions. Mm-hmm. When you said that, that is a huge thing. Now, it's not okay. We know it's not okay to be addicted to drugs. Right. 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 I mean, but addictions, and that's, it goes back to that fruit of the spirit called self-control. Mm-hmm. And can you just, like 
like you're in the middle of doing something and something that that's the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. Totally. And I think that's a huge thing that I used to just push it away because I mean, I'm busy. I've got things to do, blah, blah, blah. Instead of just reacting right away. Yeah. Like you've got to just that self-control to just say, I'm done. Yeah. And it gets and easier and easier. The more that we, the more that we say, okay, Holy Spirit. Yep. I'm going to, yep. It gets easier and easier. And then it just becomes like practice. Right. It's just it's easy. So, so a way to test is try fasting, like giving it up for a period of time. Yeah. yeah. Give up the social media. Give up and see. First, can you do it? <laughs> like you really know you're addicted and you might want to get help. If you really are serious about a walk with the Lord, you know, be accountable to somebody else outside of yourself or husbands and wives or mm-hmm. whatever. But if you can't do it, you guys, that's that's rather serious. Right. And I and so Give it up for a time and then ask the Lord, now, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do with my time? Um, there was something else, but that's how it is when you get to be over 60. Yeah, 60, you know? yeah so to, to um, oh, I know. So I have to spread this a little bit. You know, in September, there's some things coming up that the church is being called and the church is the body of Christ. It's any believer who has accepted Jesus as their savior. Mm-hmm. You're in Christ. This is for you. We know where things are at in our world. And there is, there was some people who were planning. Um, it lines up with the feast of trumpets and, uh, the day of atonement with, um, so September 18th through 28th, they're calling all believers to a time of, they call it 10 days, that 18th through the 28th, 10 days. They're, invi- they're inviting believers to fast from social media and all that type of stuff and, you know, TVs, all that. And to, and if you want to fast food, whatever levels you're, um, feel the Holy Spirit leading you to do, Fast and pray, and we're praying that we as a people, uh, as an individual, the people of God, country, state, country, world, Mm -hmm. that we as believers would return to God, repent, be listening, Lord, where do I need to turn back to you? Turn away from, turn around, renounce it, say I'm not allowing this in my life anymore so that's repentance and return to God and then so that that was the 10 days and one group was saying we're feeling a call to do this then another one was saying on uh, September 26th which is my son-in-law's my favorite son-in-law's birthday thought I'd just add that in there (laughs) he'd appreciate that um September 26th is national day of prayer and there, um, some are going to Washington, D.C. I mean, the believers are invited to go there. But I also, I, my heart is for the whole world. But I believe here in Lewis County, in the southern part of Lewis County in particular, because that's where I live, um, that we pray mm-hmm. that day. Yeah. Uh, like pray. And if my people, we've heard this first, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face 
turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, um, forgive their sin, and heal their land. Yeah. And God is calling a spotless bride. It, it isn't like we're the bride of Christ and we can come however. He asks for a spotless bride without stain or wrinkle. In other words, holiness. Yeah. And that's what he's calling for. But you guys, that is your choice. And But that is the church. Like that, that we turn and say, renew, take us back to that first love. Yeah. Where we would do all and die for Christ. You know, like all. And asking people to pray that day. So um, that's where my heart is at. I'm calling the people of God to this and saying, pray. Let's return to God. Don't mess with those things anymore that hold you. Just don't mess with them. Be done. If you need help, um, seek help from a believer. Seek help and um, praying for marriages. I mean, in the church, how many marriages are hurting? Right. How many children are on the edge? Like they kind of have one step, one foot. Like, yeah, we want to follow God, but one foot and following the world because we like to do fun things. We don't want to be hindered, you know, and you don't want to look stupid. That's another thing I've been looking at, like healing, like how how Jesus lived. We were promised in the last days young men would see visions, old men dream dreams. Mm-hmm. I think I have that right, mm-hmm. right? And that, that we would um, have power more than, I mean, what Jesus had. But... We're not going to have that without seeking him and coming to him. And the point isn't about the power. It's not about being able to heal people or the point is pointing him to, to Jesus. It's to glorify Jesus for who he is, who God is, our great creator, the one who made us and wants relationship with us. So, um, but it has to start with holiness first. And I think that we have a hard time with that. Right. I mean, holiness, that sounds like how holier than thou, mm-hmm. you know, holiness. And are you a saint or a sinner? Like we all right. know we sin and fall short of the glory right. of God, right? Mm-hmm. But but we are called saints. Paul yeah. refers to the church, the people in the churches as saints. Yes. Do you think that so much of that comes from really understanding, like, even why goes back to scripture and why it's important to understand the old Testament because understanding that whole process of sacrifice and, and atonement and all of that. Like, I think that that's one of the things that is so important to understand so that you can understand how much we needed Jesus to come. Yes. And like we come, the holiness only comes through him. Like we can't, drum that up. We can't make that happen. Right. The reason that we can be holy is because he took that. That's this, you know, like that's the whole thing. But if you don't understand that, if you haven't ever read the, like the old Testament, like there's no shame in that, but that's part of understanding that the Bible is a whole story. Right. And, and thinking about those people, like the Jews that were waiting and waiting and waiting for, the Messiah to come to take that and then fulfill he came, it. He did. Yeah. Fulfill yes. it is better word. Like he did in the right. flesh. He was there and he 
he did that. He was that sacrifice. That gets me excited. And then that's why we can, that's why we can even say that we'd be holy. Not because, right. not about being good or not about, oh, if I don't watch t- too much TV, well then I'm, no, it's not. No, it's about loving Jesus. Right. It's about loving. It's about relationship. And holiness is the very nature of God. Mm-hmm. He, that's, we don't understand that. Like we want to write the own, our own script and we know we feel condemned by sin. But let me tell you, if, if you ask forgiveness, your sin is as far as the East is from the West. It's thrown, God throws it in the sea of forgetfulness. He sees us in the robes of righteousness. He sees us because we're covered by the blood of Jesus. That's the good news. That's what right. I get excited about. Yeah. Like I, I get excited about it. So you could, I could, you could name, like there's people that could tell you awful things about me that are true about me, <laughs> right. that they know I've done right. or said or been. Sure. But that's not who I am. That's the whole thing with Jesus is that we are changed. Our nature yes. goes from that, sinful nature to being covered and being made holy yep and so and when i sin what do we have the faithful one who's interceding for us he sits at the right hand of the father interceding for us he is there for us and so i go to him and ask forgiveness the world doesn't understand forgiveness and we as believers hardly understand it because if we did we'd walk we'd be that's where the joy unspeakable and full of glory, like we'd be full of that joy. Yes. Right. So it's not condemnation. This is for all of us. And it's just about a heart towards him. Like David, he had all his brothers that looked really great on the outside, but God saw his heart. And some people will point, well, David, I mean, what about this thing with Bathsheba? And he was a man of war. I mean, he was, you know, what he did with Bathsheba was horrible. Whew. Talk about a sin, you know? Right. But... God, we don't understand that. Like as people, you can look at that and say, well, how could he be a man after God's own heart? Right. How could he? He, But God, God said that. Yeah. I didn't say that. God said it yeah. because God sees his heart. And he, did he humble himself? It took, was it Samuel that came to him and confronted him? Was it Nathan? Maybe Nathan. I don't, My brain I can't says think Nathan, right now. But I don't know either. Well, Either we can way, look that matter. up. Look it up and read the story. <laughs> that they came though, and it was created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. Yeah, cast me not away mm-hmm. from your presence. Why do you think he said that? Right, because God is holy. Yeah. Um, cast me not away from your presence. I can't remember the rest right now because I got mm-hmm. caught up on that. But the point is that we are only and made take righteous. not the Holy Spirit from me. Oh, that's an important. That's important. <laughs> Sorry. Because the Holy Spirit song. So it has to do, it has yeah. to do with, um, we are called to be saints and holy. Like that's yeah. the good news. And it's not about my righteousness. If it's that, then I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. And then it's um, all fake. It's just putting right. on a front. Right. It's not being real. And it's like, so if you think of going to church and everybody's smiling and just putting it, no. Right. Satan wants you to think that, but that's, the people of God, it, it's a heart change. It's in our hearts, and we have a longing to be like him, and we're not perfect. We need to, forgiveness is a huge thing yeah. in the body of Christ. Forgiveness and bearing with each one other's burdens, bearing um, with each one's failings too, though, yeah. mm-hmm. and speaking the truth in love. There's so much to learn, mm-hmm. but it's like that, that stuff, I, that's my passion. 
Yeah. Like sharing that. I love it. And I love, I love to share that. I want to see believers. I want to see, well, the zeal of, let the zeal of God consume me. Let it consume his people that we will show forth the praises of our God who has called us out of darkness and into his his marvelous light. Mm -hmm. You guys, why would you walk in darkness like a blind man bumping? You stub your toe when you do that. And you know (laughs) that that hurts hurts almost (laughs) as bad as death. (laughs) No, it hurts bad, right? But light, light always wins over darkness. Light in the marvelous light, you see the truth. You walk in truth. Um, don't mess with those things. Right. Yep. Uh, today. Start today. Just start today. Yep. And so it's good. not it's not you. It's about seeking God. Yep. So good. Well, thank you so much. Time goes so fast. I, I say it every time. But um, yeah, it's really good. And I appreciate just the encouragement and your willingness to come and share your heart with us. Of course, there's a million more things we could ask you about. And we'll have to have you another time. But would you just, um, before we talk about what's good about today, would you just pray um, just over our listeners and how long do I have for no, all those kidding. things? <laughs> we go, can do one more right hour ahead. of just prayer. Go no, for it. We'll no, just do I'll two just episodes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would just love that if you would just pray for the people, for us oh, and the people listening. And, um, and also, I just want to say before you do that, that verse you were saying Jer- is Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. Way earlier, there was lots of verses, yep, but you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I've yeah. never heard that before. I don't think. Whoa. Okay. I don't know. Well, it's really go. good. So trust it. It's yeah, true. It's good. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. So Lord, I just pray right Jesus. now. I pray and ag- stand against any condemnation or hopelessness that someone might feel. Right now, I pray for um, anyone who hears this, that you would stir in their heart, even now, um, love for you, a desire, a zeal, a, a spark that will start now, or whatever place they're at. If there's a, a glowing fire, that it will become a raging fire of zeal for God, that, that they would love you with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love their neighbor as themselves. Lord Jesus, put in people this desire to seek you, that they know there is always hope. There is always hope because you are the God of hope. That they would seek you, and you have promised if they seek you, they'll find you when they seek you with all their heart. I pray hope and encouragement and strength and joy in your people, Lord Jesus, and anyone that doesn't know you, that they would, or has known you only in name, but not in spirit and in truth, Lord, that they would take the time now to just say, Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. And I accept the sacrifice that you, when you died on the cross, you died for my sins. And I ask you to take my life and change me, make me like you, change me, Lord. Fill, and I accept the Holy Spirit. I want to um, let him have control of my life. Lord Jesus, give hope and strength 
to people to follow through. I ask it in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. And we always like to ask, what's good about today? What's good about today? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, before that, maybe you should tell about the bee on the hand. I mean, it's just really important that our listeners hear about this. My husband went with me this morning to pray because we are praying for revival. We're praying for God to move here. Anyways, that's I. we got in the car. He had a beehive in the car, by the way. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. But regardless, you ask my grandchildren, <laughs> our house has bees, our car has bees. Well, actually, some of the bees are yellow jackets. They're not sweet honeybees. Okay. They're, okay. they're the naughty little scavenger yellow jackets. Mm-hmm. Our honeybees are busy making honey and doing all the things they're supposed to do. The yellow jackets are scavengers and will just do the eat off the work of the sweet honeybees. Ooh, okay. So I just want to add that. So... <laughs> Um, we got in the car and on Brian's seat, I actually, when we had gotten there, I thought there was a bee. Every so often we'll have a stray bee that flies through our van and you put the windows down, but you can't put them all the way down because that kind of blows them in. So you have to just do everyone about an inch and it can kind of suck them out when they get there. But regardless, <laughs> we didn't do that this morning and I saw a little bee up in the corner and our grandchildren, you know, how some are f- so frightened. Of course, if you're very allergic to bees and you can't breathe. I understand. But other than that, take a chill pill around bees. <laughs> Just calm down. Yes. I hate bee stings. They hurt me for a long time, but it doesn't help to go hysterical. Right. It really doesn't. So right. that's another little sidetrack there. <laughs> so you, he, there was a bee in the seat. You know what my husband did? Well, we don't kill. It was a honeybee. If it was a yellow jacket, we'd probably kill it. Just have to admit it. But... Honeybee. Full disclosure. He put his, full disclosure. Honest here. Honesty. Um, he put his hand down and let the bee climb up on his hand. Held up his right hand. So you can picture this. He climbed in the car and started the car up. And he's, he starts driving down the road with the bee in his hand. And the I bee did stays post there. this on Facebook. But if you're fasting from Facebook, I understand. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> and, and he... <laughs> I was going to laugh earlier and say, I kind of feel the same about podcasts, but you know, we're on a podcast, so I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> no, listen to the Holy Spirit. Right. Exactly. I would fast from probably all of it. Yeah. So if you miss this, well, you wouldn't be hearing this right now. No. <laughs> okay, Anyways, so he's holding the bee. He's got the bee on the hand. I'm trying to take a picture, but it's, it's blurry. But then we're driving along and he took, we have a, some of our beehives were on our way from between Constableville and Turin. He stopped in and pulled in and gets out and lets that bee out there because he took the beehive out. And so it's hopefully safely with its making little honey. colony. Making honey. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but it just stayed on his hand. Yeah. The whole time. It just sat there. It just sat there. It just knew that, bees, that it was its keeper. Honey bees, it's more they sting to defend their hives, their homes. So if you step on a ground beehive, you are in trouble. Right. You are in serious trouble. If you go up to a beehive, especially in the evenings when it's getting dark, they're all coming home, and they don't like to be messed with. They're coming home. They've worked all day. They're tired, you know, like us. When uh-huh. you're more tired, you're totally. not. You're impatient. Those things. Um, if you, But you can be around where they're just buzzing in and out and in and out, and bees all around. Believe me, I've been in clouds of bees, and they 
they we even had some we've found this lately just just a little bee stuff trivia mm-hmm. no i guess this isn't a question though but um information they can be buzzing all around you like almost sound angry and if you completely ignore them they it's not like they usually come in and sting they just buzz and you have to ignore them but it sounds kind of threatening and and then you want to hit at them well if you hit at oh, them where there's so many spiritual applications it's crazy if you hit at them think they're going to respond and guess what they respond with a sting right now my one consolation is with a bee honeybee when they sting you they're going to die <laughs> and that's you know that's <laughs> satisfying <laughs> no so no i hate i hate to be stung it really hurts and some people i think react worse than others mm-hmm. brian keeps telling me that if you get stung you kind of you can build up some oh, like yeah. immunity to it mm-hmm. if that makes sense sort of yeah. It doesn't, like, he gets stung quite a bit. Yeah. But I really, it it's hurts like having me. a baby. You do it once and then, no, I'm just kidding. It's still just, <laughs> it you still build hurts, but you kind of know you live through it, too. Right. Well, exactly. I think it's a little like the being stung by a bee. Although, right. yeah. Anyway, so, but it is interesting being married to a beekeeper. Um, and, yeah, our we have lots of yellow jackets around and they are clearing out a little bit. I think he's been working at that because if we have any honey stuff, in, it's he works in the garage. That's why if you go past our place, you'll see he's putting up a bee barn. I love Hopefully it. that will help Yeah, keep him a little. Like we won't have it right in the a house. Separate thing. If yeah. you have honey in there, then, then <sighs> yellow jackets will come to steal the honey because they ah. steal. They don't want to go to the flowers, but the, the honeybees are sweet little honeybees. They mm-hmm. work. They'll keep, they're going to the flowers. It's just if you get in their way or, or trap them somehow, mm-hmm. put your hand on the wrong place or step on the wrong place, yeah, they, they pop, they'll sting you. Right. Okay. So what's good about today for you? I have not got stung today. So. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, what's good that God gives us life and breath. Yep. It's good to um, be able to spend time with friends Mm-hmm. I enjoy it a lot. Me too. It's um, good to live and breathe, I guess. Yep. Good. I don't have any. Love it. Good. Well, it was really good and very encouraging. Man, I feel like a lot of times I get encouraged. Like it's, I do this for myself, not for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> for my own encouragement, my spiritual. Um, That's like not so bad. Yeah. No, it was really really good and it's a good reminder to be zealous for the Lord and to seek him more yeah Yeah. thanks so much for being here have a good day have a good day